0: You're listening to MedEx, the Medical Extrusion Podcast. Presented by U.S. Extruders. Extrude with confidence, custom extrusion equipment designed for you and your application. Hey folks, we're coming in hot so far this year on the MedEx Podcast. Last week we dropped an episode with Dr. Bob Hergenrother, a biocoat. To discuss biocoats technology to apply hydrophilic coatings to the inner lumens only of catheter tubing next week we have tyler ware founder and owner of gen x medical extrusion tyler's going on seven years in business and he talks about some of the extrusion programs that he worked on in the very beginning that have gone from prototyping v and v to full serial production Tyler also talks about some very interesting extrusion technologies that he has developed. Today, we have a special medical plastic supply chain update from Nate Doyle, VP of Sales and Marketing at Compounding Solutions. Nate is going to give us an update on the supply of common plastics used in the medical device industry. Nate, thanks for joining us on this special episode of the MedX Podcast. Well, thanks for having me, Steve. You can't extrude tubing. You can't build catheters without materials. So please give our listeners an update.
1: Absolutely. And today, talking about a few different things that have happened in the resin marketplace. First off. Selenies has announced that one of their particular raw materials that goes into making their high trell product line. And Selenese has just purchased the Hytral product line last year from DuPont. So that may, may be a change that some people are not aware of, that DuPont is divested from that Hytral and is now under Selenese. Um, one of their raw materials called dimethyl terephthalate is produced in Germany by a company called Oxynova. And Oxynova decided in November of last year to closed business actually so they'll no longer be producing these chemicals and that's causing obviously a disruption in the high trials supply chain and also be a forced change from the dmt method to what we're hearing right now is what's called the pta method um only certain grades of Hytrell are affected, so please reach out to your suppliers and to understand the full scope. Don't want to cause any panic, but it is obviously something to double check on with your current suppliers to see if you'll be affected. And Hytrells are typically used in the catheter market space, not as frequently as we see with other materials, but it is you know, a popular grade. Yeah. If you're looking for offsets to high trial, if you want to move, because a lot of high trial grades are industrial type of grades, not necessarily a medical grade. There are medical grades of the co polyester elastomers or COPE. They're, they're, you tend to see them under the abbreviated names. We can help you out there or ask your supplier as well. Another update from Covestro Covestro has declared force majeure for their macrolons. Covestro has declared force majeure a couple times over the last couple years through COVID. Rising energy costs and you know, workforce resources tend to be the causes. Um, Macrelon's a polycarbonate, if the grade name is not familiar. Their Macrolon 2458, 2558, their RX series are all medical grades and tend to be used in the medical industry. Compounding Solutions has ample stock for our current you know business, but uh, people that may buy lower quantities may find themselves not having the right allocation or you know, unable to get it during this time period. So again, again, another resin to check your supply chain on. Another interesting piece of news that's just been dropped recently is that 3M is exiting the fluoropolymer resin space. There's been a lot of regulation changes in raw materials, the fluorospar issues to actually make floral polymers and that's caused you know seen some issues probably throughout the supply chain with ptfe liners fep just resin supply and things of this nature having somebody exit the marketplace i'm not sure if that will help or hurt the marketplace at the moment but if you are using any 3m fep etfe or these types of melt processable floral polymers i would again double check your supply chain and see what you uh what needs to happen to either make a change to something else or a different grade of fluoropalmer? And their trade name is dyneon if anyone is, you know, don't know the 3M's name as well. Last update in terms of suppliers, lubrizol we, you know, makes it maker of a lot of the TPUs we see in the marketplace. Um, their Pelothanes tend to continue to get easier to get in terms of supply, shorten lead times. So again, we're seeing things move in the right direction there. The issues are the ticothanes, tecoflexes, and carbothanes. These continue to be a struggle to get. They are increasing their capacities and increasing their yields to continue to try to make more each time they make a batch of this. This is not a continuous process. It's a batch made. So it, it is getting better, but it Better slowly, and a lot of people have put in large orders to try to mitigate these supply issues, which continue to just bog down the supply chain. So, 2023 for ticothanes, ticoflexes, and carbethanes will probably continue to be a rough year in terms of supply. Looking at pricing, you know, just to kick off the year, commodity resins like polypropylene, polyethylene, PVC, those those types of resins continue to go down actually in price so that's good news the supply chain seems to be recovered from covid recovered from back orders and we're seeing pricing go in the right direction i think you're probably for polypropylene is a good indicator you know for those types of marketplaces at the height of covid we were seeing prices at a dollar seventy dollar eighty per pound and that's for large volume buys truckload buys forty thousand pounds and now you're maybe down in the 120 you know dollar per pound range so good to see that going in the right direction in terms of engineering resins you know your polycarbonates your pet's nylon six and six six these types the pricing has seemed to stabilize it was trending up throughout all of covid due to mostly demand and we're seeing Prices stabilize there. Medical resins, a lot of them are made in Europe as well as North America. And energy costs to go up quite heavily. We're seeing energy costs, you know, in, in America, you know, double where Ireland and Germany are seeing three hundred to five hundred percent just as an energy cost, which are driving a lot of these price increases for the medical resins. Arkema just announced a price increase as of January first, and I would expect other manufacturers of nylon 12s, TPUs, these types of catheter type of oils to continue increasing price till th- those types of factors stabilize as well. In terms of lead times, lead times seem to have come down as well in terms of resins. In, you know Where we've seen, I think the worst lead time we had saw in terms of resins was 149 days, so over six months. Now we're seeing you know, most under under 12 weeks and a lot you know a lot of residents now are available in that one to two week range so that's been good to see and help you know keep lead times low for compounds and you know, natural resin distributions okay great so that's my update today
0: yeah some good news some bad news anything related to piba
1: Piba, the arkma resins, yeah, those are definitely, we just saw a 3% increase come through, you know, in terms of pricing. Lead time should not be infected at all. We're not seeing any really short, any shortages of any sort, you know, in those spaces right now. And to be honest, the manufacturers of all the PIBAs and those are... Arkema, Avonic, those are your two main suppliers. Em's Grivery, I think, still has a PIVA available. Nykoa has a PIVA available. We're not seeing any shortages across the board, but again, they know that these residents go into medical industries, and these companies are very serious about working with medical companies make sure supply goes into life-saving devices.
0: Nate, thanks again for... Getting everybody an update. It's very important information. There's a lot going on in the industry. So I think people will appreciate an update. So thanks again and have a great day. Absolutely.
1: Thank you, Steve. All right.
0: Thank you for listening to MedEx, the medical extrusion podcast, presented by U.S. Extruders. Please subscribe to make sure you're getting the latest episodes. All links are available in the show notes.